self-development with tactics. So, quick and easy recording while designing some posts for tomorrow, or something, I'd say. And I'm gonna come up with a really shitty and easy idea of a post so that I then can go through um, some more interesting Reddit posts. And, well, actually... Let's actually head into the Stoicism subreddit and see what we can find. You know, because maybe we can find something amazing. Be careful what you tolerate because you are teaching people how to treat you. What is your view on this quote? Ever since I've been learning the Stoic principles, I have adapted to the mindset where I don't let outside situations in the brackets or confrontations face me. This quote has me has made me question about my Stoic approach if it's the right way. Example, when there is confrontation with my elder brother, who is always unnecessarily rilled up and speaks loudly, I try and remain calm and deal with it. Am I indirectly teaching him to be loud and rough with me, instead of giving back the same kind of aggression to him? Well, I wouldn't say so. Um, and while I'm searching some pictures now, I do want to say... If you give somebody the impression that by acting in a certain way, this person's not going to get to any fucking place and it's not going to move any any little piece of gear in you, the person's going to seek another approach, you know. But of course, if you react in a certain way, this person is going to go ahead doing whatever, you know. So by being calm and staying calm, you just show your brother and or this person that you know, he or she needs another approach, you know, it's not the correct way to deal with these things, you know, because he's not going to get to anywhere by doing so. But I do understand, like, um, teaching people, um, and, you know, I always have to think about kids, to be honest, I don't know why, but I always have to, and just, you know, teaching kids and, and whatsoever, but I would say that, um, that, yeah, you know, I, th I think this, the approach of trying to show them that it is the wrong way to, to deal with things um, is better than to punish people, I would say. It just makes more sense, I guess. You know? And so, yeah, I do think it's not bad. I don't think it is bad to, to stay calm, but... I've also kind of seen instances in which I believe the stoic approach to things may not be the best one, the greatest one, or whatever, you know? I actually can't give an example right now. <laughs> Partly due to me just doing multiple things at a time, which is never ever a good idea, especially not for me, who is not very, um, well, able to... Multitask, yes, <laughs> as you can see and hear and recognize and whatsoever, but, you know, it is what it is. I just, you know, need to be a bit faster than I 
usually am, I would say. And that is fine with me. But I'm actually interested in what people said, you know, as a response to this question. What uh, would like to know your take on this quote? I can firmly reject his treatment of you without becoming loud or physically aggressive. Aggressive. Facial expression, a solid stance and eye conduct communicate that you are serious when you say. If you wanted to walk to me about if you wanted to talk about I'm sorry, if you wanted to talk to me about something, I need to lower your voice. If you continue to shout, this conversation is over. You can then calmly leave the room if needed, showing your seriousness and resolve. I believe psychology calls this frame. You state you state your terms or how you see things and show you're not backing down. Participating in the yelling only validates him and shows him he's paying he's playing by the correct rules. Yeah, just as I was thinking about it. Um <clears throat> yeah. I don't necessarily think that being aggressive back and angry back and whatnot is gonna do any good. Related to this, I read a I read in a book about talking to people you disagree with that you should model the behavior you want to see in them. I'm sure it doesn't always work, but being aggressive back at him will surely perpetuate the behavior rather than stop it. A simpler and more familiar term for this example is simply setting boundaries. It's something we all need to do to stop people from doing a certain behavior, whether it is dealing with children, pets and even adults who have never faced any negative consequences for their actions. But yeah, you know, it's, this is totally the case, you know, but how can you show it to them, you know, and there obviously are multiple ways in which you can show it to them, you know, by either being back angry and shit like that, which may or may not be, and I'm questioning right now, um, for the sake of things, being aggressive back, you know, but could also be another approach, and the thing is, how are you going to do things in a most efficient way? I don't know. Maybe in some instances, just shouting back and, and being just really angry and just really escalating and and stuff, maybe this sometime is, is working, you know? I don't really want to kind of fully neglect it or stuff, you know? It could work. Maybe. I just don't know. But yeah, anyway. Let's see another one. Another one. Another, another, another one. Why does this happen? I often have something to say when I'm on one on one. When there are three plus people in a conversation, I usually have to withdraw because I never don't. I never don't know what to say. I don't really have any idea what to say, and this happens always. Usually, when I drink a beer, I get super talkative and take over again. Problem is, when I'm sober, I have nothing to say, and my mind goes blank. Well, this is kind of the beauty quote, unquote, and I do really, really want to underline that of alcohol, that it really gives you some ego shit and courage and stuff, you know, which, you know, not always is good. There's also downsides of that, obviously, you know, if you kind of do dumb shit that you later regret, that I've also done. And it's still funny sometimes, I'm not gonna lie. But anyway, let's see what, well, actually, zero comments. Um, why does this happen? Well, I don't know, like, it, it probably is about what other people think about you, you know? I just don't want other people to think badly about me or in a certain way about me, you know? 
I want them to think that I'm cool and stuff, but yeah, you know, it's like, who cares? You know, and there's actually a great quote by Marcus Aurelius, which states, well, I can't actually kind of say it, you know, I, I don't know it, but it is a cool one and you should look it up. And I'm not going to do so, because if you look it up, and if you look into this, and if you, um, you know, have to search for it and stuff, you're probably going to remember it better than by me saying it. I can't send this in a work email, so I'll repost it to Reddit instead. Don't blame a clown for acting the clown. Oh, for acting. The clown asks herself why. What the fuck? You know, sometimes I do have a problem in English to... Um, not necessarily read things properly, but in terms of uh, commas and stuff, it, it's like, you know, sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. So don't blame a clown for acting the clown or for acting the clown. Well, anyway, don't blame a clown for acting the clown as ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. I don't get that one. <laughs> probably somebody explaining it. Um, they pay my wages. It's better than when they don't, but you still work there. Work at a better circus. What if the entire world is a circus? Burn the circus down and build something new. Yes, me, the broke kid living in a third world country. Burn down the third world. Build a second world. Build a circus on a second world. Burn that circus, but make sure all the animals escape. Use all of the rescues. Circus animals for an exotic petting zoo profit. What the fuck? Just what the fuck? I still don't get the quote, but I surely know that some of you guys and girls understand. You know, anyone else thinks two or three or what? Two or three or many more steps ahead, which makes it hard to socialize or makes you feel like people know your intentions. Well, I don't do that. I really, well, the thing is, sometimes I think that I really think a lot, but on the other hand, I, I always believe that I just don't think at all sometimes, which is some dumb shit, and I kind of should stop doing so, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. There's always downsides and drawbacks of things, always, you know, whatever it is coming to, and, um, well, one has to be sure about that, one has to be able to live with it, and one has to just, I don't know, like, be fine with it, and, and just see it, and that's it, motherfucker, you know? And it is also fine, like, unless you're not fine with it, you know, being as it is, but, um, I don't know, like, I do think by asking good questions and by thinking about things uh, quite well, one really can get to uh, some thoughts and some things. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. You understand, you know. Anyway, in my 20s, learning how to be silly again and how to build the life I want. Suggest me a book, please. Well, I wouldn't say silly, Maybe it is just connotated in my head in a bad way, but I would say um, learning how to be, well, one could say free again, you know, mentally free, 
and just not judging yourself and just not letting the judgment of other people really kind of fuck with you. Because what I'm associating with being silly is just, you know, seeing the fun in life, not always being that serious and also not just taking yourself too seriously all the time and also life quite. Today I learned Lake Tahuiru is home to the oldest petroglyphs ever discovered in North America and a mummy three times as old as the Egyptian mummy king Tut. Tudeng Amun. Never beg for a relationship. Um, never beg for a relationship or friendship with anyone if the same effort and reciprocated lose the contact. Well, I don't know. Like, of course, if it is one-sided and just one party is only doing the thing and just doing something about the relationship, well, obviously, it's not going to be the best relationship, you know? And all friendship. You know, it doesn't have to be about some, some love relationship, but um, friendship. And, um, well, it is what it is, I'd say. And one has to live with it and be fine with it and so on and so forth. Today I'm going sober. I'm always having a problem with like, okay, from now on I'm never going to do this and that and these and those again. Even though I'm just not gonna read the whole thing, but just the tile per se, just it's, it's giving me doubts, unfortunately. You know, saying, okay, over the next three weeks, I'm trying to get sober. This sounds way smarter for me than to be like, okay, from today on, I'm not gonna drink anything anymore. It's, well, for some people it works. You know, for me, to some degree, it worked uh, regarding certain things, but just not everything. You know, period. Gap in social media marketing, blah, blah, blah. I am awake after 21 years. Turns out that I conditioned myself to believe I was something I was not for my whole life. I am not an introvert. In fact, I love being with people. In the past, I was just scared of external judgment, which, by the way, never took place. I'm not unlovable. In fact, a couple of girls asked me out in the past, but I sabotaged it all because I hated myself like I was a demon. I'm not stupid. In fact, I'm studying at a university and I'm overcoming every obstacle in my life right now. I'm not tired of life. I don't want to die. In fact, I finally understood what being truly alive really means. It means to surround yourself with good people, to love in a face of sadness and accept all judgment with calmness and positivity. It means to listen to music that makes you feel free and light. It means letting you feel your emotions while the sun kisses your face. It means being finding opportunities in everything. It means so much more than this. I swear to myself, I will remain on this path. I will remain awake and I will never hate myself anymore. There is no use in putting a spoke in my own wheels. Shrooms, LSD, MD, spiritual awakening, meditative, trance, question mark. Thankfully, I'm not on shrooms, LSD or anything else. I'd like to call it spiritual awakening, but it is not really a spiritual thing, you know. Maybe a meditative trance. Yeah, like, I was walking normally today while I was throwing the trash in the garbage bins. I wasn't really thinking about that, so in the background I was just thinking about the past days slash years. How I lived my life, what made me happy and sad, what I think and feel on a regular basis... And my patterns like a meditation. Then, without an apparent reason, everything just clicked and made me sense a weird flip of switch or something. Haha. <laughs> well, by the way, this is something that I have experienced most often, even not that in a life-changing way, and, and 
probably in a really, 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 really minor way when I'm recording and when I'm, when I'm reading things, when I'm openly and uh, without any judgment talking about things, then I want to say talking out loud about things. It really gave me something and I, well, I just want to give this to you for the end of the episode. Think about things more than you usually do. Um, ask yourself questions and just do that. Just ask yourself questions. Try to understand yourself. Try to make sense of whatever the fuck you're doing. And then we said, I'm going to see you the next time. So, bye-bye.